No. So we're ha we're, ha we're having dessert wars. No, it's okay. I have self control. I have self control. Desserts should be a um, a unique treat event. Also, not not the main course. Also, happy New Year's Eve. Uh, happy New Fear. All right. Happy New Fear. The tidings we bring, the anxiety we bring to you and your kin. We wish you a merry Christmas. Wash it down with some beer. <laughs> no, wash it down with some beer. That sounds like a meme or something. No, no anxiety. So I wanted to read you two scriptures about changes and what to do about them, and when to worry and when not to worry. When right. to worry, when a lightning strike is gonna strike you. When not to worry, and you're just walking down the street. Now I'll set it up with uh, the first uh, scripture, Second Samuel twelve. Just bear with me on this because it's kind of okay. funny. I think God does have a sense of humor, even though sometimes I think I find humor in places where others don't. And no, we're not listening to your advice, Karen. Okay. Didn't know where that came from. Second Samuel chapter 12. And the Lord sent Nathan, the prophet, to David. He came and said to him, There were two men in a city, one rich and the other poor. The rich man had a very large number of flock and herds, but the poor man had nothing but one little ewe lamb, which he had purchased and nourished. And it grew up together with him and his children. It ate his food, drank from his cup, it lay in his arms, and was like a daughter to him. Now a traveler came to the rich man to avoid taking one from his own flock or herd to prepare a meal for the traveler who had come to him. The rich man took the poor man's ewe lamb and prepared it for his oh, guest. That's mean. Then David's anger burned intensely against the man. And he said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this deserves to die. He shall make restitution for the ewe lamb four times as much. As the lamb was worth because he did this thing and had no compassion. No crap, Sherlock. Then Nathan said to David, You are that man. Oh! Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I anointed you as king over Israel and I spared you from the hand of Saul. I also gave you your master's house and put your master's wives into your care and under your protection. That's right, his, yeah, his king's wives went to him. And I gave you the house an and a royal dynasty of Israel and of Judah and Judah. And if that had been too little, I would have given you much more. Ooh. Why have you despised the word of the Lord by doing evil in his sight? You have, you have struck down Uriah the Hittite with a sword and have taken his wife to be your wife. Mm. You have killed him with a sword of the Ammonites. Someone has to say it. Um, otherwise, no. David did not do good. He did not. That was the biggest don't in the yeah. Bible I'd ever seen. <laughs> so David was like, don't. <laughs> did he execute Nathan or something? Oh, that would have been doubly worse, Ian. If he was a bad king, I'm sure he would have done he that. He wouldn't be a man after God. Most all, most all the prophets that gave bad news to kings and queens usually got killed. True. Also, you just don't go up to someone and say... There are these two people. Well, it was a, it was a good sucker punch, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. And so it goes on to verse uh, 15. 
Then Nathan went back to his home, and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's widow bore to David. And he was very sick. Therefore, David therefore appealed to God for the child to be healed. And David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. The elders of his household stood by him in, in the night to lift him up from the ground, but he was unwilling to get up and would not eat food with them. Then it happened on the seventh day. So that's seven days of him fasting well, yeah. and laying number. on the ground. On the seventh day that the child died, and on the seventh day the child died. David's oh. servants were afraid to tell him that the child was dead, for they said, "While the child was still alive, we spoke to him, and he would not listen to our voices. How then can we tell him the child is dead, since he might harm himself or us?" <laughs> Amplified version is "or us." I have a feeling it should be more "or us" than David. Yeah. But when David saw that his servants were whispering to one another, he realized the child was dead. So, so David said to them, "Is the child dead?" And they said, he is dead. Then David got up from the ground, washed, anointed himself with olive oil, changed his clothes, and went to the house of the Lord to worship. Then he came back to his own house, and when he asked, they set food before him, and he ate. Then his servant said to him, What is this thing that you have done while the child was alive? You fasted and wept, but when the child died, you got up and ate food. David said, While the child was still alive, I fasted and wept, for I thought, who knows? The Lord may be gracious to me, and the child may live. But now he is dead. Why should I continue to fast? Can I bring him back again? No. I will go to him when I die, but he will not return to me. And so that's a good understanding of... Remember, David was known as God, a heart after God, no, a man after God's own heart. So he knew when, it, when something was over. He knew when to pray for fear of something that's going to happen. And then after it happened, he knew to get up and eat because it was over. Move forward. Move forward. And this is New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. You know, mom and I are going to ask you whether it's your school or whether it's one of your friends that I keep talking about, Remy. Move forward. I have one more scripture. Awesome. Goldie passed away. Our fish died. Um, Goldie looks like a zombie. He's covered in white things. Yes, um, he did. He was fine this uh, yesterday when I fed him. He and fish, he had a Because he had his tail like bent and twisted for like five times and then he was fine. I think he just died from 2020. He was like, I'm done with 2020. (laughs) He died from old age probably. He didn't even make it to 2021. Right on the well, he had good timing. Yeah. That's the most dramatic way to go. <laughs> Poor I, Goldie. He re, he really Poor died. Goldie. Kill, killer of guppies and other goldfish. Yeah, he killed his brother and sister. But we still kept Serial them. killer of fish. We still kept him, though. Mass murderer. Cinephile. You know, like... He really said, I, I'm gonna head out. He used to watch movies. Yeah, he watched movies with us. Yeah, oddly enough, the killing movies, too. Like, <laughs> like they're all killing each other. Every time we watch horror movies, he was, like, staring at it. Yeah, but like, every oh, time we watch something else, he was, like, I want to kill Rommel just like that. <laughs> but you're a fish. <laughs> that big bleed's a fish. <laughs> so, in Luke 5, and actually this particular story is in all the, it's in three, it's in three books, but Luke 5. Um, 
Calling of Levi. After, the, after this, Jesus went out and noticed a tax collector named Levi sitting at a tax booth. And he said to him, follow me as my disciple. This is verse 27. As my disciple, accepting me as your master and teacher and walk in the same path of life that I walk. That's what he meant by follow me. And he left everything behind and got up and began to follow Jesus as his disciple. Who, who was as rich as this guy and didn't follow him? Who did Jesus ask to follow him? Rich too, but didn't. Uh, the rich man? Yes. yes. Who said he did everything that God asked him to do? I've done all those things. Seriously. Holy cow. Okay. I'm surprised you're not a saint. But you know, one, I think he was kind of exaggerating the truth. And two, Jesus asked him to do this simple thing, which is walk the same path of, that I walk. I, I don't have a house. I'm not very rich. I give to the poor. And this tax collector who had a lot of money said, yeah, that's the right thing to do. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Levi, also known as Matthew, gave a great banquet for him at his house. And there was a large crowd of tax collectors and others who were reclining at the table with them, drinking with the tax collectors and sinners, including non-observant Jews. And Jesus replied to them, it is not those who are healthy who need a physician, but only those who are sick. I did not call or self-proclaim righteousness who see no need to repent, but sinners or repentance to change their old way of thinking, to turn from sin and to seek God and his righteousness. So when he said, I'm not calling the righteous who see no need to repent, it still reminds me of that rich young ruler. He didn't seem at all bothered. Then they said to him, the disciples of John the Baptist often practice fasting and offer prayers of special petition. And so the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours eat and drink. And at this time, John's, of course, in jail, right? So, of course, his disciples are fasting to get him out of jail. We all know how badly that ends. Jesus said to them, Can you make the wedding guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? But days for mourning will come when the bridegroom is forcefully taken away from them. They will fast in those days. He told them this parable. No one tears a piece of cloth from a new garment and puts it on an old one. Otherwise, he will both tear the new and the piece from the new will not match the old. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Wineskins used to be these uh, leather animal skins that you would put wine in. I... Gross. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Um, Gave it that nice... I don't know how to feel. Chianti with liver flavor without the liver. Anyways, and it says here, otherwise... The new fermenting wine will expand and burst the skins and it will be spilled out and the skins will be ruined. But new wine must be put into fresh wineskins. And no one after drinking old wine wishes for new, for he says this old is fine. So this is New Year's Eve. I read you two scriptures. Tell me what you think that has to do with 2021. Remain. Yeah, can we move on from 2020 and all the horrible things that 2020 done to us and tortured us? And you have to move on to 2021, which we hope is a good year. It's probably not going yes. to be. What if it? What if it's not? If it's not, eh? Just gotta go forward. with it. Just gotta go with it. You don't use the past as an excuse to ruin your future. Yeah. Don't ruin your future. Just build it. But when there's time of uncertainty, even though it looks bad. So about this time of year, last year, I had no job. 
Remember that? And I would go to the chapel and I would pray. I would go to church, I would pray. It's because I didn't know. It was still uncertain. God still hadn't made his final, final decision. Like in David. David was praying because the child was still alive. There was still a glimmer of hope. Even though he knew what the prophecy said. But the minute God made that final decision on the seventh day, and why the number seven? I don't know. Could have been the 14th day or 12th day, but in the Bible it says seven because that was the number of days the child, was the perfect number of days the child had to spend with Bathsheba because at that time God was going to take him. That was plenty enough. And when that happened, of course, David goes, I'm hungry. <laughs> is it because he didn't care? Nope, no. Or is it because he's moving on? Moving on. We need to move on from our mistakes. David made a mistake. He was punished by God and he moved on. Did he kill Nathan? No. He didn't amplify his mistakes. Right. He saw the good thing of Nathan and what Nathan was saying and he... Totally accepted responsibility. Nathan was lucky. Accepted responsibility. Yeah, Nathan was lucky. Yes, most prophets in the old were killed by queens and kings after they gave them bad news. And so, Remy, I want you to change your attitude towards your brother. I know you love him very much. The inside of you wishes nothing bad happens to Ian. At the same time, I want the surface side of you to stop teasing him and basically pulling him in Rummy's to face. do something, you know, that would get him in trouble. Rummy's face. I know like she doesn't give a frick. pushing that red button is something you've exercised and refined for the last 10 years of your life. Rummy's face. But I'm asking you to stop pressing that red button. Brenny's okay. There's no guarantee that I will anymore. I'm, my chinellas will guarantee a little bit of that. Whoa! And Ian, I'm going to let your mother talk to you because oh, no. there's, oh. there's a long bullet list of things. I don't know which one you want to hit, but he can't hit all of them, obviously. No. You can't hit all the changes that we want him to do, but maybe focus on one or two things. If it's stop telling your sister shut up, fine. If it's... Yeah, I, both, I want you both to stop saying shut up. Shut up, calling each other idiots. I don't want to hear those two words. Remy just shut up, idiot. Remy just shut, shut up, up, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, idiot. He's waiting till midnight, but I'm going to chinelas her right now. Sit down. I personally would like for you to stop going to the circus. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know the clowns in your school. They're all idiots. I can't help them from being clowns. That's who they are. But I can <laughs> advise you not to go to the circus. Don't buy a ticket there. Yeah, just hang out with. Also, the you're starter. wasting your money. That's, hang out that's with the main thing I want you to do: is control yourself. Don't try to control other people. Yeah, control myself as in like, um, uh, socialize with more intellectual people instead of the dummies that I try to change minds. Right. Don't put them down. But there's no reason that you even have to. Be in that position to put them down or be in that position to be aggravated by them. Just yeah. stop going to the circus. Instead of, uh, instead of um, uh, that, just say in your mind, they're donkey dogs. Don't, you know, well, go to that. Don't think higher of yourself. Don't think like you're over. Yeah, don't, don't 
above people. You know what I mean? Don't be conceited about it. That's yeah. the word. Don't be conceited about it. Because you just... are a smart, intelligent kid. But they're not smart if they believe in... I That's know. Them, you can't control you, them. you can't stop a clown from being a clown. Yeah, I can. Yeah. You can stop yourself though from being a jerk. Yeah, but inside I'm a jerk. Outside I'm not. Inside I'm a jerk like they're stupid. Je- the Jesus outside. wasn't jerky. He was truthful, and sometimes it hurt, but he wasn't jerky. He wasn't conceited about it. He was a son of God. He could have like bragged all he wanted, but he didn't. He could freaking blow he could have put the a meteor down and yeah, he could have put a meteor down and just ended it all. That's what I would do if I was Jesus. That's why you're not Jesus. And Remy, one more thing, just a second bullet point outside of stop pushing your brother's buttons. I want you to have the confidence. Yeah, you told me this. Yes, that. Others should not be able to tell you how you are. I'll break those fingers. I can make saying well. And I will send you to social services myself and to pick up your... You are going to Brazil! <laughs> okay, so when you feel sad, I want you to talk to your mother why yeah, someone was able to... Yeah, if you're afraid of me, go to your mother. If you're not afraid of me, <laughs> tell me what your friend said so that I can discuss with you how to... Appropriately react to it, of course. Pass it through your mother first so that I don't get in trouble. I think bury I think guys, how to bury a man. You guys can learn from each other because you need a little more of Ian's confidence, and Ian needs a little more of your uh, what do you call it? Sensitivity. You I can learn that. from each other because you're both very opposite. So that's that. Hopefully, those two scriptures help you out of when to pray and when you can stop praying. If something's 100% done, over with, there's nothing to say. Yeah, just like CSA. Can't do anything about it. Those rejection letters I got in December, we don't want to talk to you, we don't want to talk to you, we don't want to talk to you. Like, Daddy could have said, I'm just worthless and give up. I was at that time. Worthless, but I wasn't gonna give up. He could have. Just keep sending out those resumes and keep talking to people. You know, it wasn't even the resumes that got me the job. Yeah, man. that's true. It was people. People that people didn't even know I was available. Connections with people at the church. They knew I was available. I had people calling me there. People at GE. They knew they found out I was available. They called me. See, this is a good lesson to learn from Daddy too: is the relationships that he has with people. He keeps those work relationships. And they become friends. Yeah. My resume isn't that great. It doesn't have a master's degree in it. And I compete with master's degree holders all the time. But when people know who you are, a master's degree is just a secondary thing. Okay, guys. Do you have any fears of not being able to change anything for next year? No. No. I'm just going to roll with it. You roll with it? Yeah. Just roll. So if someone says, I like your hair longer. What do you say? What's your what's your green what's your green light? It's not like I can, well, why? It's not like I can it's not like I can grow it out magically in like three seconds, man. Wow, that's not your green light. Your green light, like, well, I like the way I like your I like your hair the way it is. That's cool. Personally, and then you walk away. Personally, you, you compliment them and walk away, and they'll be like, "What just happened?" <laughs> personally, I would say shut up and then walk away, but no. I'll do that. You are going to Brazil. I don't know what that means. 
I'm sure the Nazis said that in 1945. <laughs> you go in the Brazil, Heil Hitler! Because that's all, sorry, they all went down there. Sorry, Argentina sorry, and Brazil, right? Spotify's going to be monitored. Oops, sorry. <laughs> but so many Germans went down to South America. Yeah. So I don't know where you're getting that meme, but that meme is like, what, 60 years old. So stop uh, it. Epic. All right, guys. Say Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Grandma. Keep reading the Bible, anyone and everyone, a whole two people that listen to this. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. They look like. Okay, you're on. The dinner today for New Year's Eve was for Good Life, which includes what? Ramen soup, chicken soup. With the soba buckwheat noodles. Which I loved. Marinated egg. Which I loved. And, uh, and the egg was marinated in soy sauce. And rice vinegar and water. Rice vinegar and water. Hmm. And for dessert, I made palitao, which is. Palitao? <laughs> <laughs> your brother. Oh, your brother said that when they were. Palitao? <laughs> made out of glutinous rice flour. And then I made Sylvanas. Very popular Filipino cookie. All it tasted was crackers and butter. It was a cracker. Oh, crust and butter. It was a meringue. Other loves uh, buttercream frosting. It was fantastic. Uh, to the core. That's cool. Yeah. And, and the soup broth was what? Chicken. Chicken. Oh, Lord. Our meme children. She's going to wind up saying it. Just like we're going to Brazil or whatever she's saying. We're going to Brazil! Yeah, it's... I'm old. Not quite sure why that's cool. So the broth is what? Chicken. Chicken. With bok choy? Yeah, oh, with bok choy, carrots, celery, onions, garlic. Yum. I ate three bowls of that. It was pretty good. But you forbade me for more noodles. Because <laughs> of my diabetes sugar level. Yeesh, I can't wait till that thing's gone. Well, Happy New Year's, guys. We had a great dinner, and I hope you have a great dinner, too. And a Happy New Year.